Did you hear that? Was it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it was. This podcast is for inhalation use only. And that means it's not for kids. Fucking, this is my best friend Frances. It's her fucking birthday. Yay! We're wine drunk on Moscato. I just smoked a bong of something that was weed. Don't know what kind of weed. Do we know what it is now? <laughs> nope. It was purpley, so that was good. I feel good now. And um, I really wanted to do an episode about Britney Spears and the Free Britney situation, but Jake said it wasn't scary, so we're just going to do it as a bonus episode. I think it's scary. I think it's pretty terrifying. That's fucking scary. It's scary to me. I don't want that shit. What? personally scares you because i ask everybody this who comes on the show oh you put me right in the spot and you can say as much as as little you could say clowns no but they okay no actually uh heights fuck that yeah i agree actually which is hilarious because i am extremely tall francis is really tall (laughs) that makes it scarier because you're an extra ground When I feel like I'm too high up and I look down and I see how high up I am, I literally feel like my legs That's are, called vertigo. are gonna stop working. That's vertigo and I get that on a daily basis. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> Customary to the show, we already got stoned. Uh, well, I did, Francis doesn't and I don't peer pressure her because only assholes peer pressure people. Uh, we're gonna talk about Britney fucking Spears. So, and at the end, I am gonna tell her a scary story and yeah, we're gonna leave here shook up. It's called Scarapy. Therapy. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Hopefully it'll work. It's gonna. I need some therapy. For free. <laughs> oh, free. Um. So. Okay. Here it is. <laughs> Sorry. Do you remember the glorious mid 2000s? Unfortunately, yes. No, it was the best. It was so the much, best. I, I have a love hate for the 2000s. Why? Because I absolutely adore them for the nostalgia. However, looking back on it now, cringe. All I do is cringe. (laughs) I had a shirt that said two, the number two, cute, the number two again, and then the number four, gotten. It said too cute to be forgotten, but it had all these cryptic (laughs) numbers. (laughs) Why? It was a weird time, though. It was. I just um, specifically, like, felt low-ride waist tracksuits. the, like, tight, short shirt. (laughs) Yes! So you could see, like, the beginning of her vagina. A lot. The low, like, the opposite. I don't know what you're rated on here. We're so explicit. You can say anything. We're going to take a break to smoke weed at some point in the show. We can say literally whatever we want. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't have no ads or nothing because, actually, we can't advertise with some places because they're like, "Uh, we didn't like drugs. And I'm like, well, I do, so. But, yeah, also, like, television was weird. Everything was, like, really, I don't know. I felt like everything was really unrealistic. Like, these people had, like, the coolest houses. Oh, yeah. So, like, the teen coming-of-age movies where they're, like... All that shit. And, like, Zoe 101 oh, and, like, Drake yeah. and Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the era of, like, candy-coated, really, like, almost surreal... Yeah. Like, child's television. It's oh, so yeah. strange. <laughs> no, like, looking back, Zoe 101, 
like a boarding school hell? for boys and girls that looked like where's that? all Where of the supervision that? and then ironically she got like teen pregnant and it confirmed all my suspicions as a child <laughs> Catholic so yeah like I didn't I wasn't even allowed to watch some of that shows some really? of those shows yeah like oh my god because they were all making out and shit it was weird TV was like my babysitter though same so I watched a lot of those shows I did watch other shit that was way worse than that as well I mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I loved like VH1 in the early t- mid 2000s I don't know if you know this I don't know I'm going to say it, say and it. I don't know if I should say it, Speak but I'm going to say it. Okay. The show Tila Tequila. Oh. I knew the moment I watched that show that I was a little different, we'll say that. A little different, but maybe my arrow didn't like, go all the way straight. was I? I don't know. I was so young. I'm not even kidding. Britney Spears was one of the things that made oh me be like... Oh, my God. Her, okay, so her concert... That mm-hmm. she had with the, you know, the snake. That's what, yeah, and her hair. Concert. Her hair was so amazing. My it was like blowing in the I, wind. We had that on VHS. Oh. VHS. Oh. And um, we would watch it over and over and over again. And I I'm love like, it so much. This is turning into a different It's podcast. like an obsession. <laughs> Welcome to Erotic Hour on the <laughs> THC Podcast. I'm sorry, but. It's true, though. No. That might have been like what made like, me not all the way straight. Oh, 100%. That's when I knew. I was like, oh. I can't, I can't, I can't. But there's the thing with like the 2000s is that's exactly what their goal was. They wanted to sexualize and obsess these people. Oh yeah. And make them addicted. A lot of them were really, really young, which was strange, but it was like a really, like looking back. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. But a lot of it was like, yeah, like kind of really sexualized, super young. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then like, yeah, weird TV fucking the prime of Britney Spears. Amazing. The peak. <laughs> um, we got Baby One More Time. Classic. Oops, I did it again. Gold. We got the hit feature film, Crossroads. Obsessed with that movie. <laughs> we should watch that. We should. Oh no, my God. seriously. I actually haven't seen it since when I was a kid. She was on the piano singing. Oh, I, I cried. Is that the one where she's all like, I'm, I'm not, not a girl. A, yeah, oh not yet God. a woman. I'm still going to lose my mind. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> Me too, Brittany, even though I'm almost 30. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> not yet a woman. Oh, my God. Um, We're not women at heart, okay? <gasps> one day, maybe. Um, we got Blackout, and that was iconic, and yes. that wasn't even, like, everything no. that she did. No, she's done way more. Way more. Way more to talk, and that's too much. We're going to do a little tiny, the deep, the, the deep dive that we can do without just, like, doing this podcast and abandoning the other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let me find I this mean. picture. I mean, <laughs> it's canceled. It's been off. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I don't know where the hell I saved it. I think it might be in download, actually. <clears throat> i got to just look it up. Britney Spears, goddess, baby, driving, (laughs) do you, are you talking about the, where she was driving with her babies in her lap, yeah, do you remember, oh yeah, sorry, this is the most tiniest photo, oh yeah, you remember that picture, I sure do, okay, unfortunately, 
Not so I have a confession to make. I have driven with my chihuahua on my lap before. So I mean, it's problematic. It's scandalous. But I get it. Okay. I mean, and also the fact that if I was famous and paparazzi gave a shit about me and they took a picture of me with my chihuahua on my lap. They'd be like, hey. Oh, you're going to jail. She's an animal abuser. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying that, like, I'm sure there's other people who have done this with a baby before. and I mean, I've literally seen at least she's holding the baby. Right? I have seen At least the baby's people, not driving. <laughs> like, no, with his hands on the wheel. Put their children who are way too small just in a car. Like, with oh, the yeah. As if that's going to work. That's not going to... There are posters so all over Walmart here. Oh, my God. Where it says, like, don't forget your child. Who's got... I'm sorry. <laughs> it says, like, check your back seat. No, but there's, <laughs> there are those things where it's like, here, put this back here so you remember yes. to grab... I'm sorry, but isn't that what my baby is for? No, to remember kind of that it's back there? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, what? So, I don't know. I feel like, really, the pro- I mean, it was really blown way out of proportion. I, I definitely think that... That's what they do. That know? is what they do. That's their it's job. It's sad. It really is sad. And That's true. Like, and also, and all those yeah, are like they blow <sighs> a lot of things out of proportion, and they make it a big deal when it's really not a big deal. But then they make it a big deal, and then people are like, "Oh my, oh my god, god, you're so right. You're a child murderer, even though your child's alive still, but you're bad." Um, and that who knows, was maybe she was just like parking and she going down said the street. she do we even said know what she was doing she said that like it had something to do with the paparazzi swarming her actually so i don't know so oh, i touched the mic sorry okay. maybe what she did was she was trying to buckle this baby right but she couldn't because because everyone's in her, her face yes and i totally sympathize i, I, I totally I get it paparazzi it's really fucked up it's so like personal space yes. invasion yes. of privacy and like we talk about gang stalking in this podcast sometimes, and that's when people of an unknown origin conspire to have strangers or people that you may not recognize follow you, mm. sometimes record you, sometimes like harass you. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Awful. And when you go to the doctor and stuff. That sounds like paparazzi. They make you seem crazy. They, the doctor denies, you know, like the doctor doesn't, you sound schizophrenic. Mm. You sound crazy. So... I think, yeah, I agree with you. It's almost like what the paparazzi does. It's almost like being gang stalked. Like, there's these people everywhere all the time filming you. Like, what is the purpose of doing that? Is that just to make um, them. So, the CIA has done it to break people. What? Um, the guy that we talked about, John Lang, he spoke out against the Fresno Police Department and um, they started gang stalking him and like filming him and having mm. heat cameras to like know when he was home. Like, crazy shit. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's there. And there is, I mean, genuinely people that just have mental illness that believe that they're being followed. Mm. So you can't, so you can't really know for sure. Like, yeah. Who's, yeah. Who's actually being followed and who's not. Cause it, that's the nature of the thing. It makes you sound crazy. So like, I, that. That, like I said, paparazzi that's breaks my heart. Topic. Yeah. You, you literally like drove her, you know, to the brink, like following her like that. That was in 2006 where she kind of became like paparazzi fodder, started getting pictures like that and situations like that. Um, I do think 
in 2000, those were the peak thing. time for paparazzi. Totally. Prime time paparazzi. Totally. All those gossip magazines, the websites that they created. Like, um, it, it was at a peak. I've seen now, on absolutely. Snapchat that, like, Kylie Jenner paid paparazzi to take pictures of her one day. Like, oh, see, these like, people would have paid to have paparazzi not take pictures of them for one day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's problematic. That's and crazy. Own, but. Yes, yes. But, yeah, I agree. Like, it was pinnacle. Like, oh, that was when, like, magazines were really big, too. Mm-hmm. Like They were huge at that point. So that's probably have, why. Like, they had myspace yeah but we didn't have access to celebrities like we do now no like you could literally go join cameo and get fucking almost any celebrity to send you a cute little message like a personalized message for money you know like yeah you could check their instagram their whatever yeah so it's definitely much more available yeah which is also problematic absolutely (laughs) Um, Y'all need to quit sharing our lives so much. It's fucked up, yeah. Yeah. So January, that was 2006. um, And in January of 2007, Brittany had an aunt that she was really close to who had unfortunately passed away. Mm. She had ovarian cancer. So that fucking super sucks and, like, would break anyone's heart. I mean, breaks your heart just hearing about it now, and it's not even your aunt. Like, um, the next month, Brittany checked herself into a rehab facility and ended up leaving the next day. And then the next day after that, we have the iconic, like, head shave moment, mm. which is, I mean, like, the definition of iconic, because if you say, like, leave Britney alone, everybody knows what you're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> like, they all know. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, later that year, you know, she gets a divorce. The whole thing with the custody of her kids happened. Yeah. But the whole time, I'm just saying, through all this, our girl, our Lord and Savior, Britney Spears, was still making music. <laughs> Because she's fantastic. She's amazing. She's dedicated. <laughs> yes. She's talented. She's yes. inspirational. Yes. I, 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 Wild. I Crazy. It's, no, seriously. It is inspirational. It is. It she's is. making hits. She was like doing tours, doing music videos. She was on the cover of fucking Harper's Bazaar. Um, she destroyed the 2007 VMAs. Some people are actually dickheads about that performance, no. but I watched it just for this episode, and I still thought it was great. Okay, so I've heard things while we're talking about an award show. Mm-hmm. I've heard that the voice she sings with is not her natural voice. Yeah. And the reason that yeah. she does that is because her producers and her company, whatever, what are they called? Music like producers don't want her to sing that way because yeah. her voice would not be appealing as it is as like a childish voice, which is super fucked creepy. up and yeah also the fact that christina aguilera came out the same time as her yeah it's like a slap in the face like mm-hmm. there can't be two powerful singers i think that's like, exactly that's what it was fair. yeah so that's really fucked up because um, yeah if you like yeah even no. just tone down the i've seen videos where they take her instagram videos where she's singing and she just they just tone it down an octave or two and it sounds crazy like it sounds so beautiful and they yeah, say like that's what she probably sounds sing, like i bet she I don't even know if she could do that anymore because she's Probably been singing not. wrong for so long. And she talks kind of like... It's because she's having to force her voice yeah, you can kind of hear it. completely different position. Yeah. Wild. Um, but yeah, so in this time, Britney Spears became the only female artist to have her first five studio albums debut at the top two spots of the charts, which is huge. Talented. Talented. <laughs> Say whatever you want about the meltdown, but who hasn't shaved their head in public? Okay, also, who is in the top someone hasn't with an umbrella? Her head on TikTok. Okay? Oh my god, forget about in it. It middle, would not be a big in deal. Middle, <laughs> in the middle of a breakdown in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. Who would not 
not shaking yes. her head right now. Brittany did not deserve going, that. She was going through a pandemic. She was going through a crisis, and this is how she handled it. It's and true. And this is how people handle things nowadays, too. It's true. Like, the only difference is it was so blown out of proportion. Yes. Absolutely. People are shaving their heads all the time. All the time. And I see videos of people, like, not attacking somebody's car with an umbrella, but punching them in the face or lighting their car on fire. You know, I see people or, on yeah. Instagram doing crazy shit. That's what World Star is all about. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, yep. she didn't deserve that. She really didn't deserve that. They really no. just clowned her, like, for no reason. People have moments. Period. And hers was a tiny moment captured and And just exploded. exploded. Leave Britney alone. I mean I it, though. Um, but, yeah, she's hugely talented. She was still accomplishing things even then. Um, January 2008, so like almost a year after she had lost her aunt, mm-hmm. Kevin Federline, her ex-husband's uh, representative, showed up to Brittany's house to pick up their two sons, and she wouldn't give them up. So um, that is when they kind of thought she was on drugs or something, and they called the peoples or whatever, and that's when she got committed. Mm. Um, they had an emergency court and she obviously lost temporary custody of her children and was placed under temporary conservatorship of her father, James Spears, and her this attorney, Andrew Wallet. That's exactly right. And she was released from the psychiatric facility five days later, but the conservatorship was awarded on a permanent basis. On what guard? Like, why? Early onset dementia. At 26. How old was she? 26? Isn't that how old you are early right now? onset dementia. I am 26 years old right now. Oh, early onset dementia. Early onset dementia. Okay. <laughs> so a conservatorship, by definition, is a legal concept in the United States. A guardian or a protector is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs or daily life of another due to mental or physical limitations or old age. Person under conservatorship is a conservatee, which is like the term for it. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to use it though, because I don't like referring to her that way. No. So she no longer had control of her finances, her staff, her lawyer. She couldn't control who could or could not visit her, couldn't control her properties and none of her assets. Like, literally lost control of everything in her life because mm-hmm. of like one rough year. Um, Honestly, like, if you guys would have seen me too. That's what I'm thinking. Two years ago. I know. That summer? Y'all I could have got conservatorship. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, you wrecked up how much credit card debt? Oh, <laughs> I'm still paying that. I off. know, I know. <laughs> um, I literally, that's why it's so scary. I, oh, I'm bad. I forgot to silence my phone. Oh, um, oh I am already. But that's why it's so scary because this could have literally happened to me and I had worse years she literally has to log any purchase she makes for review which I think is crazy because she's making like for review yeah like her dad has to approve her purchasing this product are you kidding me she makes 60 million a year I heard she has an allowance is that right yep so she doesn't have access to any of the money that she earned with her talent Mm mm-mm um, but it's, that was supposed to be temporary. It was awarded on a permanent basis, and that was in 2008. So it's been 12 years. Yeah. Uh, and even in 2008, when she officially lost, like, you know, what's the word? Agency over her life. Mm. She still showed up. 
She made appearances on TV shows and shit. She got back visitation rights with her kids. Won best female video, best pop video, and video of the year for Peace of Me. Oh, I love that. It's good. I love that so And much. that's when we got Circus, which is also fucking awesome. Classic. She actually got Guinness World Record that year for youngest female artist to have five, a- five albums debut at number one. So literally record-breaking badass. <laughs> and yet... Onset dementia. Onset dementia. No control over life. If she had onset dementia, do you really think she would be this talented? I'm and about this to break dedicated? it down for you. Thank you for bringing that up. We could talk about her accomplishments all day, but we are gonna itemize it because, like you said, it's not like she made circus and and fucking got the world record. No, she went on tour in 2007, made 360 thousand dollars. She went on the circus tour in 2009, made almost. Two million, wait, hold up, 100,000 million, 200 million dollars, 198 million dollars. Um, I can't even imagine that much money. I would throw up on myself. Oh my God, so much <laughs> projecta <laughs> everywhere. It's terrifying. I, I, I don't know what I would do. She went on the Femme Fatale tour in 2011, 79 million dollars. And then she had that four-year residency that had like 250 performances. She made $140 million. Um, and she even was supposed to start a new residency in 2019 at the MGM, but we'll get to that. I can't do math because, you know, inner city education and I just don't do that. But basically she's rich as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't need to put a number to it. That's a lot. And she's doing shit. She's going on tour. She's doing residencies. And this doesn't even... Okay, she also, we went to Free Britney, Free X Britney on Instagram. It's amazing. You should all go subscribe right now. But it's four albums, four-year residency, seven perfumes, 17 singles, 19 music videos. And she's apparently... Do you know, do you know how much work it <laughs> takes to do performances, let alone music videos? Forget about and it. And tours. And yeah. Writing music and... Being able to be creative, too, at the same time of early onset dementia doesn't sound like it equals up That's at all. bullshit. A person who has early onset dementia has trouble remembering things. And let's actually has, look up... The let's th- look up the symptoms early. of early onset dementia because I don't want to say something that's wrong. Let's check it out. But this feels wrong. This feels wrong. This feels very wrong. Okay. Symptoms of dementia according to the NHS.UK, so whatever. Well, I mean, it's the same everywhere, I'm sure. Um, memory loss. Difficulty this, concentrating. Do you know what? This is going to describe <laughs> me. Okay? <laughs> I know it. Check. Oh, oh fuck. Check. Maybe we should go <laughs> to the doctor. <laughs> Finding it. The thing is like, I'm oh, my God. Go. Finding it hard to carry out familiar daily tasks. You mean 250 shows in four years? Do you mean yeah, that no, kind I'm of feeling your task? I have trouble remembering to do that. Um, struggling to follow a conversation or find the right word, being confused about time and place, mood changes. Okay, which maybe not me. I have mood changes like a motherfucker. But <laughs> uh, memory loss, difficulty concentrating, and finding it hard to carry out familiar daily tasks, we can say like, do not apply when you're doing fucking no. hundreds of concerts a year. No. When the fact that... And you're continuing Performances? Writing, performing, yeah. performing... You would forget your lyrics. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do a fucking whole ass dance. 
like no a choreographed routine what if they're like oh well those aren't things she's forgetting she's forgetting how to like use a spoon or something like some bullshit like, yeah i bet to, it is that's what it is well and we don't see that story. i've seen like people close to her like tmz says like you know what is it what do they say sources close to her or whatever oh, you know they'll say like uh well she can't remember how to like take care of her kids or whatever but i have an interesting theory about that so we'll circle back to it but okay. uh i looked up like what exactly like what is the deal with like what are the qualifications for a conservatorship mm-hmm. and according to the nami la website and this happened in california so a con- conservatorship is for someone who is, quote, gravely disabled. Gravely disabled means the mentally, this is verbatim, gravely disabled means the mentally ill person cannot take care of his or her basic needs for food, clothing, or shelter. And they break that down further to say shelter, meaning they have no place to live safely, they cannot handle a board and care or shelter safely. Food, meaning they have lost significant weight, causing a health risk. Clothing, meaning they wear their clothes for long periods of time, causing excess buildup of bacteria on their skin, resulting in a health risk. Or they take their clothes off at inappropriate times, or they dress inappropriate for the weather. And that sounds like her. Yeah, that sounds like... That sounds like someone who actually needs the help. Who needs help, yeah. Which is what that's for. Like somebody who might actually have dementia. Exactly. Uh, and also, like, every time you see her, even in those paparazzi pictures, she's not dirty or scary skinny, quote-unquote, because remember, that was a really cool headline for a while in the 2000s. I just rolled my eyes if you couldn't. Yeah, if you couldn't hear it. That was a huge It was big. They almost fell out. I seen it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, how could there be so many photos? I mean, we wouldn't, I don't know. I don't know. That seems, like, completely wild. It's, the thing is, like... Again, peak time for paparazzi. If we were going to photograph her dirty or, you know, not taking yeah. care of herself or not remembering how to wear clothes at inappropriate times. Like, or being scary think, skinny. We already know she would be all over for that. Exactly. You would think if she was homeless. we would have videos or obviously she's not homeless. Yeah. She, she owns houses. <laughs> I don't even own one house. I just want to know how this got approved in the first place. Right. Okay. We're going to get to that too. Oh, I'm just bringing up all the points. Oh, you're so good. <laughs> I love it so much. You're perfect. Um, I'm just saying it's bullshit. She can't make millions and go on tour and have a successful career and nobody notice. Exactly. That shit. That's but not. despite that, she's got an allowance of 1500 a week. She has to pay her dad 130000 a year to conserve her or whatever. That's, that's why he's That's a handsome salary. It. That's great. That's nice. Good for you. I've never made that much. <laughs> what she's not allowed parent. to see... Right. She's not really allowed to see her kids. Um, she's got 30% custody. What does that even mean? 30%? She can see them 30% of the time. So her husband has them the other 60%. That's like a weekend, a, a month. Like, Oh, that's sad. Terrible. So the judge who granted the conservatorship, I'm so happy you brought that up. Her name is Reva Goetz. I looked her up on robingroom.com. Is that, is that what judges? It's Yelp for judges. <laughs> no. <laughs> for real. 
So, oh my god, these are some of the highlights. She has a 1.6 star rating <laughs> out of 10. Well, there's my answer. Extremely unprofessional. Disgusting judge who lacks any form of integrity or ethics. Uh, this one's from 2016. Glad to see she's off the bench. As a judge, she has a nasty combination of being dumb and mean. She oh. doesn't care about the law at all, must, much less the impact <laughs> of her reckless decisions. April 2016, a truly awful judge lacking intellect and lacking a sophisticated understanding of the law. Mm. She often shoots from the hip and makes snap decisions that are contrary to law and that cannot be squared mm. with the facts of the case. That sounds familiar. Huh. This is not a case of sour grapes because I have discussed her performance with a number of other lawyers and they confirm that she is a judge to avoid. 2015, literally the worst judge I've ever appeared before. She ignores the law, ignores the facts, and is insulting and demeaning to whichever side she does not like. Mm. 2014, Judge Riva Goetz participated in fraud upon the court when trust funds were misappropriated by attorneys for the trustees and left a beneficiary defrauded of over $1 million. So we so we can... have our answer as to why this was approved. Yeah. Anywhere from he paid her to she just didn't give a shit. <laughs> she just didn't like her. Just didn't like her. Seen her shave her head on TV. Mm. Terrible. Remembers the baby driving. <laughs> Happens to us all, okay? Um, so remember the Vegas residency that was supposed to happen in 2019? Mm-hmm. Dominion or whatever. Uh, she announced the cancellation of that in January of 2019, citing her dad's health problems. Right, I remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I'm going to take a break from social media or whatever. She's been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 4th, 2019, co-conservator Andrew Wallet resigns from his position as Britney's co-conservator, leaving her dad solely in charge. April 3rd, right? Brittany checked herself into a facility for 30 days because she was reportedly distressed about her dad's condition. On April 16th, Brittany's Gram, which is a podcast dedicated to analyzing Spears' Instagram. Everyone should look at it. It's amazing. Wait, Check I'm them sorry. Out. Can you repeat that? Spirits? Uh, sp- I just, like, slurred my words. Oh. Brittany Spears' Instagram. Uh-huh. So they just have a podcast where they look at her Instagram and they like oh, talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. It's super I dope. It was Britney hosting about spirits. That would be which fucking I need way cooler. No, no. I'm actually very upset that that's not true, but it's these two comedians who host it and it's really good. Um, but they released a voicemail on the 16th of April that somebody left for them and they said they vetted it and you know checked the guy out and it was legit. Uh, the guy claimed to be a paralegal who was involved with Britney's conservatorship before he left the firm. The source reported that Brittany was pulled from the residency rehearsal because she stopped taking her meds. And she was put into a mental health facility months earlier than what was reported. Brittany's mom also started liking free Brittany posts on Twitter. Oof, even mom knows how shitty this is for her. Right. How sad. It was really sad. Brittany posted on April 22nd on her Instagram saying, like, it's all good. Please leave me alone. But she said it way nicer than that because she's like an angel. Of course. And then on the 25th, she was released from the facility that she had been staying at. She was reportedly struggling with her medication and, like, got it right or whatever, and that's why she was allowed to go. But if we go based on, like, the timeline, the official timeline, that means she checked in on April 3rd and checked out on the 25th, which is, like, a random amount of time. Mm -hmm. So if she did go months before and they just fudged the date she went in, like, that kind of makes more sense. But I don't know. I don't know. 
On May 6th, Brittany's mom, Lynn, came forward and made a formal request to the court to be informed on any decisions made in Brittany's conservatorship. Are mom and dad not together? I don't know that Mm-mm. anymore. Um, yeah. No, Lynn and James are not together, and I guess, like... Jamie Spears, like the dad, has always been like on record as being like, "Oh yeah, she could be involved if she wants or whatever." Mm-hmm. But the mom, I mean, she hangs out with them and stuff. I don't know what the official position is, but but they're divorced. And yeah, they're divorced, separated. and it right. seems like lately she's kind of, you know, catching on to the situation. It just sucks that. Yeah, that it was <sighs> twelve years. Down yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. On May tenth, Brittany is spotted leaving a courtroom with no shoes. According to court reports, the judge ordered an evaluation of the conservatorship, and sources say that the reason is because Brittany requested the conservatorship to end. But it was all behind closed doors, so we don't know that for sure. Usually that would include a mental evaluation for her and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some reports that she actually committed, she was actually committed to that facility against her will, and her mom actually verified that in court. So we do know that. So she was put there against her will. Mm-hmm. So who's to say in January? That's you know maybe that's when they canceled it. Yeah, and put her. Yeah, they probably put her in at, in January, and she's been in there since January to April. That makes more sense than going in for twenty days. Yeah, that's that's not a program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I've never been anywhere where they're like, eh, twenty days, you'll be fine, give or take. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not a rehab specialist, but I know that you can come and go, like. True. If you are legally allowed, but with her, mm-hmm. with her regulations, I don't know if that's something with that her she dementia. has. I don't know if that's something that she's allowed to do it's as true. an adult woman. It's true. And she's allowed to leave on her own. On May 22nd, Brittany's dad files for the conservatorship to be extended to states outside of California, including Hawaii and her home state of... Um, can't even fucking remember. I got to look it up and I will add it later. But including Hawaii and her home state, which are like their frequent vacation spots. Mm. Um, and then on September 3rd, Brittany was awarded 30% custody of her sons. And it's revealed that the two boys have a restraining order against Brittany's dad because th- her dad oh, smashed down a door this. and abused yeah. the 13-year-old. <laughs> that alone, that act alone. Proves everything have, you need to know. Should have just wiped whatever yeah he has against her yeah out the window absolutely like clearly there's a like you have an abusive behavior pattern and they were like estranged before this whole why, shit started why is someone allowing this person to dictate when he should be evaluated yeah exactly like, Exactly. Mm-mm. On September 9th, 2019, Britney's dad actually stepped down from conservatorship and left this lady, Jody Montgomery, as the new, like, Supreme Britney leader or whatever. <laughs> uh, They're ruling. Yeah. Just, I, and she's still, still in conservatorship. Still. So this is where we get to the free Britney situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Britney posted a photo or a video or something on Instagram where she was like acting really weird and her face looked kind of weird and the screenshot was, or the caption was weird. I didn't see it. I can only find screenshots of it. It's not on her Instagram anymore. No, I saw it though. Um, It was definitely a little weird. So I did find screenshots of it and here they are. Oh, here's the pictures I was looking for. Um, Okay. So 
All right, these are on our Instagram if you want to see them, but I'm going to show these to Miss Francis. Oh, oh. So. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I've seen this. And then in her next video, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, wearing yeah. a yellow top. Yes. I've seen this. So. I know. It seems like, you know, somebody commented and said, you know, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. And she wore her yellow shirt in her next video and had like a really strange caption about like her floor or her florist or something. Yeah, because she's holding a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Video, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, like strangely enthusiastic and, and you know, again, it just seems like not a normal video. I don't know what it is. Something seems weird though. And have you like thought about like breaking it down? Like why is it so strange? Why is it so strange? Um, let's look. That's a good idea. I think it's so one thing for sure that's fucking weird is like when somebody's smiling at you, but it doesn't go up to their eyes. Oh yeah, and they just have like I call it dead eyes. Yeah. Where they're just like, cause you know I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right, customer service eyes. <laughs> customer service eyes. But she is definitely doing that. Like the smile stops here oh yeah that's super fake yeah that's super fake so that's one it's just weird i don't know like no it's like weird robotic movements and like i know we're all being weird because it's quarantine but she's just walking back and forth and making this like zombie face she just needs some help she she needs needs to be her own person to be free she needs to be free um, she posted one day a picture of like a rose with the caption. She wore flowers in her hair. Oh, that's not what she wrote. She wore flowers in her hair and carried magic <laughs> secrets in her eyes. Oh. That's Is by, that your secret, Brittany? That's by an author named Arun Hati Roy. He wrote a book called The God of Small Things. It's a story about a lady named Amu. She's desperate to escape her ill-tempered father, known as Papichi. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Yep. Continue. I'm sorry. No, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I just think that's pretty fucking weird. The story is kind of not really her story. Like, she does marry somebody to try to get away from him, and she gives birth to two kids, and then, like, leaves and comes back. It's like a whole thing, and then, uh, well, let's see. The whole see. concept of it is to get away from him. Yes, and also kind of interesting when she hears her music in the story, she like is all swoon, you know, so there's some parallels there, but it's super fucking weird. There's another post where somebody comments like post doves tomorrow if you're in trouble. And then the next day she did post like a a classical painting with doves in it. Um, So the theory is that like she doesn't have control over like anything. I have heard that they they as in their what is it called the like her management or her conservatorship conservatorship yeah, yeah. they have control over what's being posted mm-hmm. what's being shared yeah which is weird because you would think that they would see these and they'd be like maybe they don't mm-hmm. see the comments maybe they see it but they're just like that's crazy like no ignore them believe her yeah she's crazy and then or maybe they're not going through like because to be honest, if you're getting like thousands of comments That's a day, true. maybe they're not going through the comments or just going through her videos to make sure she's not yeah. like, saying anything like 
Well, and they do post videos and like comments all the time that are like, I'm fine, I'm fine. She does post comments like that all the time. They're like, let go and let God and like shit like that, you know? Which does seem like, I mean, it's just weird. The whole thing's weird. Um, Apparently, her next hearing is on the 22nd. So that's Wednesday. This one? Oh, it is this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hope it goes well for her. Me too. Me too. I hope they free Doesn't Britney. Doesn't she want to get married? Um, she can't. I hope that. so, because her man's is like this handsome little nugget. It's oh, nice. and beautiful. Yeah, and like it's got to be really sad having two kids you can't see. And she's still really young. She's only like 36, so. Dang. Yeah. It's not too late for her to go have a life that is like not interfered by a mistake she made when she was 26, you know? Hopefully. That's like scary though because it is like, scary. I feel like we as a society make a lot of mistakes. Yes, absolutely. If we were held a, back by one mistake of our entire lives, mm-hmm. mm, that's not. And that's I also do feel like the whole situation is a little sexist because, like, she's a woman and mm-hmm. they gave her. I don't know. I just don't feel like I could see the situation happening to like a famous man who's going on tour and creating music and. Absolutely not, because they. Yeah. I'm not gonna go into that tangent. Yeah, they stop myself. But I totally. No, I 100 agree. Because I can't find it my doesn't space, feel right? equal at all. It's it doesn't. There's uh, no way someone would be like this man has early onset dementia because he shaved his head. Yeah. Like, and like even if she thing. was on drugs, it's just like. I mean, like. Maybe check her into rehab then instead yeah. of getting her into... And she's still on drugs now. Y'all still have her own psychological drugs and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe she was self-medicating, you know? Maybe now that she's on the right meds, she'll be all right. Unless the meds you're giving her are just to sedate her and make it easier for you to take advantage of her. Which Goodbye. would not be surprising. It's not. How sad. Uh, really sad. Super concerning. I don't like thinking about that. I'm sorry. You're too pure. <laughs> I have this moment with Jake sometimes where I, I bring up something and he's like, yeah, that's true, but I don't like it. Yeah. I ruin his day all the time. I'm sorry. No, you guys can trauma bond after this. It'll no. be nice. We'll eat spaghetti. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm so trying hungry. to find the scary story. Oh, I'm scared. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Okay. Good thing it's daylight. This is, yes, daylight still. We're doing great. Do you need a break or anything? No, I'm great. Beautiful. Okay. So this is the story of... I can't tell you because I don't want to ruin it. But it's from Mm OutsideOnline.com. Throughout Latin America, you'll hear variations of the story of La Llorona or the Wailing Woman. (laughs) I know all about this. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Sometimes she's lost her husband. Sometimes it's her children. Sometimes it's both. But in La Parva, a ski spot in the Chilean Andes, the Wailing Woman is named Lola. And everyone in the area swears they knew her before she died. A local restaurant owner said he dated her, pro skier Drew Tabke says, adding that the ski patroller he heard the story from pointed at the exact hut where this tale takes place. The story starts on a nice day in peak ski season. Lola and her young son plan to spend the day up on the slopes. As can happen in the Andes, a thick fog rose up from the valley, which, also, which often precedes the arrival of a real storm. The clouds enveloped the two as they were making their way down from the top of the mountain, and they lost contact with one another, Tabke says. How terrifying. Super scary already. <laughs> Unable to find her son, Lola began screaming his name as she ran through the thick fog. 
She wasn't able to see clearly, though, and she stumbled down a steep slope and began mm-hmm. sliding toward a rocky colour. That's just like an embankment. Mm-hmm. By chance, a local lift operator who was returning to his cabin came across her body. Mm. He was afraid she was dead, but on closer inspection, he found she was still alive. Just barely. Mm-hmm. Tabke says, her body was covered in lacerations with sharp rocks, and the only word she said, in the faintest whisper, was her son's name. The lift operator began to work carefully and pulled her body to his cabin, which was just up the hill. He bandaged her cuts as best he could and then ran to fetch the doctor. Together, the doctor and the lift operator made their way back to the hut, the fog hanging thickly in the air. When they arrived, though, the bed was empty. Just the bloody sheets remained. Neither the woman nor her son were ever found, Tabke says. Spooky. No, that's terrifying. It is scary. You, like, find a half-dead woman laying there in a ravine or ditch. Yeah. Sharp rocks. Come back to help her. Bam. Gone. Gone. Mm. Nope. But locals report hearing her wail for her child whenever they're near that lift operator's cabin. And here's the thing. Tabke does not believe in ghosts. Something, however, changes when he arrives in Chile each winter. Maybe it's the fact from... from La Parva, you can see up to Cerro El Polmo, an Incan child sacrifice site. Maybe it's because Tapke has simply read so many magical realism books by authors like Juan Rufo and Gabriel Garcia Marquez. But sitting alone in his cabin in the Andes, with the wind whipping and the candles flickering, he swears that every now and then he can't just tell if what he's hearing is a woman or the wind. Oh, I got chills. That's the ghost of La Parva Ski Resort by Drew Tabke, who is a professional skier. Oh. And a professional professional skier as and well. And writer. Yeah. That was great. Are you scared? It was a little creepy, yeah. <laughs> Yay! Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Usually Jake uses this time to be like, no, you no. fell. <laughs> no, I thought that was creepy. Good. I love the stories like that, though. Me like, too. It was horror. It's good. Like, deep. Makes you, like kind of doubt your surroundings a yeah, little I love ooh those. ooh wind woman lolorna lola Lol- question mark question mark <laughs> um thank you so much for being on the Yay. show i love you so much we should do this all the time yes um spin off i told you spin off britney britney i can't say the words Tell anymore me. My cat's trying to murder you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you have a scary campfire story, send it to us at the horror comedy podcast. Bye.